and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. Yeah. My name is Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hey. What's up? And our guest this evening is... What? I'm, I'm sorry. Did you want to say the guest? I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, did you wanna, no. Did you I don't want to say inter- anything. Okay, you don't want to... I hate talking. Is Joe Sams. That's me! That's him. <laughs> he's here with us tonight. Hey! Um, Joe Sams, he's a visual artist yeah. uh, of Uncle Dad Productions. Or yeah, he that's is. me. You are Uncle Dad I am. Productions. You know, some people will uh, email me and be like, so how many people are in your company? And I mean... <laughs> It's it's it is me, but I do have a lot of people who help me on a regular basis, and they are Uncle Dad Productions too. But yeah, I put all my art under that name. Yeah, yeah, and it's just tons of crazy, um, cool, weird visual eye candy, cool practical effects, uh, just like some wild ass shit. You know, he made def- the monster in the Foxtails Brigade right. Far Away yeah. Long Ago video that it was uh, that's sitting on the. That's, that's, he was in it. He actually yeah, was, he he was, performed he it. He was well. the monster. You were the monster. From the inside out. You made the suit and <clears throat> everything. It was the a lot of fun. The blob-like thing that on that, the pool table moved gently <laughs> yeah. on top of the pool table. Right. Scene. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, I uh, I I got to nap a lot. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> cool. Very comfortable. Right. Right. Yeah. It was you awesome. You were in your own little bubble. It was like mm-hmm. a nice little bubble set up. Kind of bubble thing. boy. Mm-hmm. A little bubble bobble up here. You were yeah, bubble butt kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and each week we discuss one main topic, and uh, today the film is the killing of a sacred deer. Oh my god! Twenty seventeen, brand new film here, kind of like a th- horror thriller. Uh, I would just call it a thriller. Psychological fuckfest. Yeah. Psychological fuckfest. Yeah. No, I mean I don't know what it was. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, ri- written and directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, and uh, he also directed The Lobster and um, Oh my God, I'm blanking on the Dog Tooth. Dog Tooth. Dog Tooth. Sizzler. No. Sizzler. He directed Sizzler. He directed Sizzler. Red Lobster. He Baby directed back Sizzler. He's, he does Outback now. He's he is the CEO. He is the CEO and head honcho of the Sizzler chain, of which you could. Get uh, two meals for one uh, every Thursday evening. Get them baby back ribs. Mm-mm, good. Y'all's got some edgy commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're sponsored today by baby back ribs. Uh, just in general, baby back, baby yeah. back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby. I, I thought back. we were just you know, sponsored this? by baby back. Yeah, we were sponsored by by uh, babies backs. That's what we're sponsored by. Babies backs. All right. Yeah. We're sponsored by babies that are mm-hmm. getting back to us. Right. Yeah. They're right gonna right get back now. to. Us. Yeah. We should be hearing back from all the babies pretty soon. Trying to reach out to a couple babies this morning, but they said, you know what, we're gonna have to get back to you. Right. Yeah. I yeah. can actually speak baby. Oh my god, that's so perfect. Goo 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 goo. Yeah. Shit, we should have had you on the team when we were reaching out. Goo. Oh, goo goo. I made a boo boo. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to reach out to these babies out of the show, but I'm really glad that we could get you as uh, kind of a stand in, you know? Yeah. Um, and the baby channeler, even. Not only. <laughs> you actually. I feel like you could communicate with Can you say, like. <laughs> Like, I got to get out of here. My wife's waiting at home for me. I need to get back to her. In a baby. Yeah, can you translate? Goo, goo, goo. I made a boo-boo. <laughs> wow, so crazy. Wow. You really, and, it's uh, actually a short kind of language, huh? It kind of shortens it Yeah, from English I mean, that bit. pretty much translates to anything. Just <laughs> boo, no, I know what you just said. Don't try to fuck with yeah, me. No, I know exactly. you just said, fuck you. I got to get over to my wife right now. She's fucking waiting for me at the store. I don't know what the fuck to do. And also the babies will come if you jingle your keys. They really like right, that. Yeah, they do like that. They like a jingle. They like a jingle jingle. I do got some. Jingle them. Let's see what happens. If you jingle, they will come. 
<laughs> jingle jingle Where's that bitch. baby? <laughs> where's that? Where's my baby? <laughs> so glad we have you on tonight. This is a, <laughs> we've been trying to get Joe on for a while, and it just seems like it feels right, you know. Look at all these damn babies in here. <laughs> oh my god, we were trying to hold back the babies, but sometimes you can't you know sometimes it just break down your door and you just yeah. you just got to deal with that it's all over your like body a, there are illegal gangs in arizona right. and uh texas mm-hmm. and the problem is i don't have any baby food to feed the miners yeah. so we're just gonna Th- it's gonna start is, to get dark real quick here this is my impression of a hungry baby <laughs> <laughs> that's a real knee slapper <laughs> 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 And then they're trying to get some feed. They're trying to get some feed on. They're trying to get their feet on. I get it. No, they're like, give me a titty to suckle. You know, babies need their nourishment. <laughs> this is a hungry baby. <laughs> give me a fucking boob to suckle. You don't give that baby Gatorade. You give them pure uh, Ovaltine. Right. Yeah. Ooh, kind of like a chocolate. Top. Chocolate milk. Up yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They need the electrolytes, less sugar. Right. Yeah. Damn, you guys yeah. know a lot about babies and grown bones. How to trans? How to how to deal with them? Well, I know a lot them. about them because I used to be one. <laughs> <laughs> I skip right over that shit. I came uh, out a full blown man. Well, I heard, I heard babies live to be nine hundred years old, and they actually die when they are uh, their skin is outgrown by their bones. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, right. That's tall well, whites. I hear that. Yeah. We were talking about aliens before this podcast. Wait, were you born all horns and thorns, sprung out fully formed, up, re- knock kneed and upright? That's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That is correct, uh, Joanna. <laughs> oh, you're Joanna. Joanna oh, Fabrics. I'm just a oh, horns and thorns. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about some Joanna Newsom shit. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, horns yeah. And Gavin Newsom's sister, horns. right? Or cousin? Gavin Newsom's niece. Uh, niece. Yeah. Goddaughter. Yeah. Do you listen? Do you do you, do you dabble in? You know, in, I'm I'm vaguely familiar. I I need to hear more. I don't oh, really know incredible. too much about her. I've oh, heard good things though. So good. She's so good. Excellent. I got to dive right in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we're gonna be talking about the movie later on in the episode. I didn't really yeah. say that. Uh, first, we're just gonna be talking about babies and, uh, and babies oh, and other things. Are. You know, <laughs> they're, they're coming through the coming chewing through the pipes, on the, yeah. They love chewing on wires. Right. Yeah. Definitely. What have you been up to besides some some uh, some baby translations and um, you know what, what what's what are you like working on right now? Oh, I do it all, baby. Oh. Well, I uh, <laughs> right now I've been work for the last six months. I've been working on a music video for this guy named Burwanger. Hell yeah! Uh, he was in a band called The Anniversary back mm-hmm. in like 1998 to 2004, I want to say, and I used to really like that band a lot. Wait, yeah. I and still who, do. Who's in the Anniversary again? All these uh, power hungry. Yeah, mom. yeah, power hungry bitches. Power hungry. They're all they're oh. fiending for that anniversary they're like yes, I, joe we gotta get you on here we gotta get you no in but here. who was it it's like a powerhouse oh power yeah power so, so burr no. wanger uh on the album star invaders that's the one where that he's about to release he actually just released a really cool music video he made on mario paint oh, oh cool oh yeah it's really cool it's called horror show if you look up burr wanger horror show yeah it's uh-huh. a really cool video and i think he made it himself and it really blew me away well you can make stuff on mario paint yeah <laughs> so, i know like i want to break it out Mario Paint. I've been. I've recently got into it. I mean, a little bit. I mean, it, I you know I reinvigorated it, as they say. Oh yeah. And it's cool, man. I mean, there's all kinds of fun stuff you can do on that whole mm-hmm. program. No, it's MS Paint. Including uh, is that MS Paint related game, which is pretty fun. Well, so, it's a related. Super Nintendo Mario game. Super Mario Super Paint. It's MS Super Paint. Oh. Mario Super Paint. MS Paint. 
I don't know about that. Just kidding. Oh. Just forget about it. Oh, sorry. That's what they call oh, a callback. Gotcha. That's what they call a joke. Maybe. Yeah, that isn't a callback, but yeah, you're right. I'll like, translate I that like one what you do. I'll translate that one for the babies. Maybe they'll get it, you know? <laughs> Is that how a baby laughs to my jokes? Is that... Show me a baby... La- so, show me a baby enjoying my, my last joke. <laughs> Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. a baby enjoying his last joke. <laughs> so like a hungry baby a little bit. I just like got hungry for more jokes. Same. He's hungry for more jokes, actually. Yeah. I just he, got goosebumps. He's hungry. For, he's hungry for love. That's that's what that baby is. <laughs> so yeah, but we're gonna have this music video here. Yeah, right? yeah. Got a power trio behind you. Yes. Um. Um, I, is that what we saw a clip of? I, don't I know. did show. Yeah, mention what that clip oh, was. Oh well, or? of course. Yeah. Okay. So Expre- explain what, what's yourself. happening. <laughs> I mean, I'm what's like Chris Angel. Video? I don't reveal my secrets, but <laughs> I will tell you, <laughs> I I burnt the skin off of a character with a blowtorch, and uh, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah, just did. leave it at that. You'll see it. It's, it's like a real cool. I saw part it. of it. It's fucking awesome. It's real nasty. Yeah, you're a little maestro of practical effects. Every time you're showing me something, it's just like some 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 wild. Yeah. All my, all the Uncle Dad video shoots are like a, it's like a uh, treasure hunt or mm-hmm. like a, there's just a list of things and you just gotta, gotta do them. You gotta do it, yeah. I, 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 I my friends who are really technical are able to sort out the, uh, the bullshit and right. like make it happen. Yeah. Because hmm. I just wait. So you're saying like that all your videos contain a specific set of kind of features. Yeah, I mean it's like part of my aesthetic is just uh, kind of making it out of. I try to really um, use my resources a lot. Like I find a lot of sh- just trash on the streets, and I'll mm-hmm. make puppets out of it, or uh, I go to scrap a lot. So you always have to have puppets in your videos. Not always. Well, yeah. Okay. I try to mix it up. I mean, I like. What I, would you say are the some... key components to your videos yeah. that you always have to have? Well, uh, so far it's it's <clears throat> like mixed media animation. I do a lot of video textures. I make a lot of. It's like. Uh, highly stylized, low-functioning puppets. Like, the puppets mm-hmm. don't really do much, but I, like, spend a lot of time on how they look. Yeah, man. And, um, cool. I, mm-hmm. like, I'm not good at animation, so, I, and I do a lot of animation, but I'm just, I, I try to draw, like, like, I'll draw a really good picture, and then I'll do some really minimal animation sure. in After Effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Me and, uh, it's me like and Laura, me and Laura were over at, uh, Dolores earlier today. Ooh. Yeah. We were seeing a whole bunch of people, uh... Flaunting their three oh, to five man, inches. Oh man, there were all kinds of guys. Like, I mean, it was just like a nice little fuck fest for Dominic. <laughs> it, really was, it really was. I mean, he yeah. was just yeah. feasting his eyes on all kinds of thighs. And oh, I mean, come on, you were involved. You, of course, we were, no, we were I was talk. like, we were, what? Who was we about? Tell through. me who yeah, that exactly. Everyone under the sun. Oh my god, there was this one guy who was like totally just had no shirt on the whole time, and he was like really posing around, like he he was doing book. these poses, and he had a book. <laughs> And I'm like, he was sitting in kind of like the center of like the action. And I'm thinking, what? He's really going to try to read a fucking book among all this shit going on around him? And he would like take the book out and lay out, you know, like he was just sprawled out and like having the book open. And every time I looked over him, he was not looking at the book. He was looking at the guys all around him. And I'm or just wanting like, people to look. this book is not working for you, guy. You know what I mean? It's not going to work. He's very much like spreading his body around in a sort of erect fashion totally to sort of out. Yeah. bring the boys over to the yard. Was and it, it the vampire like... with the dragon tattoo? Is that what he was reading? No, I forgave it when I thought I realized that maybe it was like a picture book. And I thought, that's fine. Because oh, yeah. you can look at pictures and uh-huh. look at other people around you and be mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, you know, kind of 
mm-hmm. half engaged, but if it, there were words in there, I don't buy it. You know, what I mean? <laughs> multitask. But, um, but it I do think Could have been he Playgirl. was like he mm-hmm. was like all alone for a while, and there were all these other groups of like three guys all around him. Mm-hmm. And me and Dominic were both like, "Oh my God, he's not getting the attention he no. deserves." We felt like we, we were, were getting, getting the we we were the ones around that were maybe you know. But then, really these, looking. like a half hour later, these two guys like showed up, and they were all just sprawling out right. together. It was, it was oh, like yeah. he was it became a real threesome. It became a real That's threesome. A real at that point. There were just like these threesomes <laughs> everywhere. It really was. Everyone's tri- was was in a trio except for us. We were a duo, but. No, but, but they were like threesome, like, you know, like males. Y'all's a spectating. <laughs> it was some good spectating, though. I mean, look, there's lots of lots of beautiful, pretty boys that Window are just shopping. spread all around your, your Dolores oh, Parks. It's just, it's funny. World. There was this one guy who was just in straight up underwear. I mean, it's fine, but it was like he had his clothes, but he was not wearing them. They were just yeah, was, not on him. He's he doing a sort of, uh, underwear on. he's doing a sort of like. You know, he was laying out. Was, yeah, he's just spreading it all out, just I'm kind of suffocating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His clothes are suffocating him. It wasn't like that hot. You can't, you can't just hot. expect someone to just like Wear be trapped in the in the prison of clothes yeah. twenty four hours a day. You know, but it was yeah. like they finally had to get up, and so he like put his clothes back on, and we're like, oh yeah, now Mama you get wear the hose. <laughs> Mama, get the hose, yeah. Mama, was, get the hose! It's, t- it's time for my hose down. <laughs> what if oh someone just screaming that in Dolores? Honestly, you could scream that in Dolores, no one would even turn oh, an yeah. eye. Bad that would be, that would oh, just they'd be, be like, I'll give you a hose. <laughs> They're all too busy with their fidget spinners and their <laughs> hula hoops. <laughs> <laughs> and those, you know, those big eczema. old inflatable. Uh, oh, right. With their eczema? Oh, right. Did you say eczema? No, I was going to say they, with their <laughs> coconuts and shit. Oh, oh yeah. Coca- rum coconuts. Turning yeah. their coconuts into tobacco bongs. Into, into them big old coconuts alcoholic butt drinks. Nuts. Yeah, coconut all kinds of Why can't you just enjoy your coconut while you got to make it all rumified? You got to go to a Dude, butt bongo fiesta. <laughs> That's right. That's what it was today. A butt bongo fiesta. It was. There were some butt bongos going on. I do have to say, I I took that from a Howard Stern VHS tape. I found a Goodwill called Butt Bongo Fiesta. Oh, really? You're just always digging digging around for these. No, I have heard of the butt bongo fiesta somewhere, somehow. I mean, I listened to I used to listen to Howard Stern back in the day. I mean, actually, fairly recently, I've been listening to him, actually. He loves Rob Zombie. Right. He's always playing Rob Zombie on his show. Did really? He? Yeah, I didn't know that. Dude, yeah. I scared Rob Zombie one time as a like monster in his own haunted maze at Universal Studios <laughs> Halloween Horror oh, Nights. Sick. No joke. No way, really? I swear to God. Yeah. I tell that story. So I used to, when I was in high school, I got a part-time job. Working. Is that what he said? Is that what... No, he, what did he say? He said, bird, baby, bird. <laughs> Do you know that song, the Rob Zombie song? I mean, Is probably. that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really he didn't good do that. When, no, I jumped out at him. I was a guts. Like basically, the haunted maze was supposed to be like you're inside the body of a dead body. Uh-huh. And I was guts. Oh, and wow. him and his wife were walking through, and I jumped out, and I was like, <laughs> and, I, and, and, he, and then he was them? like, oh. <laughs> how'd you know it was them? I mean, they just look because like I know anyone who like would be in a Halloween dread, maze. He got those dreadlocks. He looks like yeah. he'd just be an extra. Maybe you can... no, no, no. We all knew it was him, okay, and yeah. I was like, and he was like genuinely scared. He was, he was like, he jumped back and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you know, I have a funny Rob Zombie story. Oh dang! I was oh, yeah. in middle school, yeah, and uh, I went to Suncoast Video at the Capitola Mall uh-huh. to buy Team America on DVD. Oh, love uh-huh. it. And the the cashier was like, <laughs> hey, 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 man, you want a free movie? It's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, well, some guy just bought House of a Thousand Corpses and threw it in the trash. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, cool. Well, you so bought it why to would throw they it in do the trash. That? 
Or maybe he tried to return it, oh, and okay. it but it was in the trash right. outside of Suncoast. I thought he literally just bought it and then threw <laughs> it away. Like, the I fucking he... hate this movie. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, I'll buy this. He just <laughs> walks by a trash can <laughs> and throws it in just nonchalantly. He's like, I want no one back. to see this. Yeah. No, I, I will I buy imagine... it so no one can buy it, and then I will throw it away so no one will watch it. No, I imagine him buying it and just not caring. You know, mm, he wasn't yeah. like adamantly not wanting the people to watch it. I just mm-hmm. think of him as like buying it, and he's just like, I'll toss this. He's like, I got too much shit in my hands. He's like, fuck it. He's like, this is not going to make it home. And at Suncoast, you got to pay like thirty dollars for when it's like a fifteen dollar DVD. You know, like that, oh, yeah. it's in the mall. Of course, Suncoast. It's I know that that used to be Sam Goody, right? Probably, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that I mean, at least right. in my hometown, that's what Suncoast was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we cut off your story, or was that the end? Sorry, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the oh, okay. end. I, d- I mean, I dug it out of the trash, right, and I watched it. it, and I didn't like it. Oh, you, you didn't, didn't like, like House, House of Corpses? I didn't like it, no. Oh, you know what? I kind of like it. I, I thought like it was it. too much, like, uh, I mean, it's like an homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, definitely. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, but and uh, I mean, it's not the Some worst. I wouldn't throw it in the trash, but... I was like, I, I kind of see where this guy's coming from a little bit. Right, yeah. yeah. I actually um, I actually really got scared by that movie the first time I watched it. It, it really? like really creeped me out, yeah. Just like this, just the element of kind of like backwoods people. Like Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre is, sure. I think, also one of the scariest movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, because totally. it just feels kind of, well, re- it feels like that could really happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, it's like a dark deliverance. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that movie is fucked. Cause, no, because Deliverance is so happy and light, whereas Texas Chainsaw Massacre just takes it to that next level. Yeah, Did that's you guys see true. Um, his other film, Devil's Rejects? I heard it's really no. good. I've never seen it, yeah. though. I think it's better. Um, it's better than House of the a Thousand Corpses, but uh, or that's the general consensus. Um, yeah. And a lot of people think it's like way better, but I just think it's a little, it's a little better. My favorite thing he's ever done is uh, I heard he did the acid trip scene in Beavis and Butthead. Oh really? Like he either designed it. Oh, or... in the movie? Yeah. Oh in man. The desert. Yeah, that's they... like the part I remember from that movie. Yeah, mm. and that's amazing. I mean, and he's a great graphic designer too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I got a lot of respect for that guy. He's got a lot of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. His, the visuals of his films are really intriguing. Yeah, too. I liked how uh, whether you like the story or not. It's yeah, like well, visually, it's I cool. mean, I saw it when I was in like ninth grade or something. Right. And I, back then, I was obsessed with uh, like Dead Alive and mm-hmm. Toxic Avenger. And, oh man, we were mm-hmm. totally talking about Dead Alive on the last episode i love that movie that's a good one it's <laughs> meet a good the one. feebles it's, right. i haven't seen meet the feebles but dead oh. alive is definitely a classic if you like dead alive you got to see meet the feebles uh they're i mean just because they're peter jackson around the same time mm-hmm. but that movie is mind-blowing i've not really? heard of it even. oh yeah wait why is it mind-blowing uh visually or like both or? just every well it's <laughs> uh so it's like it's supposed to be like this behind the scenes of the muppet show but it's well. like the most like disgusting violent fucked up movie ever really? wow hmm. yeah and it's Check peter jackson it is yeah is and it, it's um, all puppets is oh, it before oh, or really? after what's the one that we watched for the podcast <laughs> you love two girls oh, oh heavenly creatures, heavenly creatures? creatures? Yeah. yeah i think it's before heavenly creatures yeah that's a good one peter jackson's great so can i just tell you something that i'm recently engaged in oh Let's please please oh man i watched the lobster last night finally oh, finished nice. it. oh Let's that's talk. a good i have that's good. to see it now that'll be a good transitional thing because we yeah. should get to right, the film right, pretty right. soon yeah wait but do you have anything to say about your life of, of late my yeah, life my life's right? great you know my life i love life really life love and and all the love and all the pray. in between no, don't pray you just eat pray love eat pray love yeah. whatever my dad told me he used to date this woman and she used to say this to him bobby I love love. <laughs> That's me. I love love. That's beautiful. I love, I love love. <laughs> I'd love to get that. 
uh, tattooed on my lower back. Right. Except yeah. I'm going to get only Jesus can judge me tattooed on my lower back. It's <laughs> a little tramp stamp. Sorry, yeah. about. Uh, just a lower back tattoo, just not little, tramp stamp. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus. That is uh, incorrect. That is unpolitically correct. Jesus can judge me. <laughs> only Jesus. <laughs> Jesus can pray for my sins. Mm-hmm. Only Jesus can judge me. <laughs> Sinful. <laughs> lobster. Lobster. What did yeah, you do oh, lobster? So, okay. Uh. I kind of liked it, but I didn't love it. Sorry. Okay, okay, I mean, okay. I don't, to be honest, I don't think I got it, you know, fully. You don't I was think just you got like, it? I don't think I got it. I was like, wait, what the fuck uh-huh. just happened? Uh-huh. At first, I, it started off as being really cool, and I was like, oh, man, I think I'm going to like this. Uh-huh. And then it started kind of like not going anywhere for me uh-huh. a little bit, and it was just like not... You know, it just wasn't delivering on uh, my expectations after having, like, after the first, like, 30 minutes. I was like, oh, uh, shit, this is not as, I don't know. It just was not what I hoped it would be. And I didn't fully, I mean, you haven't seen it, so I don't want to ruin yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, no, we won't I, talk anything specific. Yeah, yeah, I was telling Dom earlier, I, I mean, you were there, too. I uh, I fell asleep because I turned it on at 1 in the morning. Oh, yeah, really? That's yeah. funny, because I fell asleep in it, like, three times. And I think his movies three, in general... Yeah. Or well, not no, movies I mean, to watch is is a sort of late I, night snack. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I was just really tired when we watched it, and like yeah. so we watched it. We started watching it like three days ago. Didn't make it the first time, <laughs> so then we started again the next day. Like we rewound it a little bit, and then we watched again. Didn't make it that mm-hmm. time. <laughs> so then we came back to it last night, and then we finally finished it. But, you know that can even ruin a good movie. Like yeah, uh, you're probably right. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me with Blade Runner. Like I like that movie a lot, but every time I started watching it, it would be at night, and it's always raining, and right. it's like it, it's it a, makes you fall asleep. It's a pretty no, lull no. kind of movie, though. Movies yeah, you really got to make sure you're gonna be awake for. I yeah. think any movie. I mean, any movie that you're gonna watch for the first time I feel like no I hear you if it's it's a movie that you think is legitimately gonna be good you know what I mean like I will say one thing like the second night we started watching it again we kind of like rewound it just to the beginning like he had pressed play on accident and it started over from the beginning so Mm -hmm. I watched the first like 10 minutes of it again Mm -hmm. and I was like oh oh you know it started making a little more sense to me actually like some of it Mm -hmm. made it did kind of I think it's worth watching twice yeah maybe I'll watch it again um, but I love that movie. I highly recommend that movie to anybody. Yeah. Lobster was one of my favorite movies of, I think, two years ago when it came out. Whenever it came that out. sounds about right. I yeah. love, I just, I really fell in love with that I movie. I got to check it out in the right setting because, yeah. uh, as I've told you both before, I really like Dogtooth. Yes, so no, Dogtooth really? is, right, um, is this director's first film. Yeah. Uh, so it's, 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 it's just intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually say I liked The Lobster more, but now that, Whoa. well, but see, here's the thing. Now that I, I was just thinking this today too, just because, you know, this director has been on my mind because I'm mm-hmm. excited about this movie. I was excited to watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, now that I understand his style, though, more through The Lobster and then now, of course, through this as well. Yeah. It makes me want to go back and watch Dogtooth, understanding now what he's going for. Yeah. Because when I first watched Dogtooth, I didn't really know what I was getting into at yeah, all. Yeah, me neither. And I just kind of like plopped it on and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is, what is this? But yeah. it did kind of grab me at like the halfway mark. Uh, there's a kind of central scene to the film. Yeah, I that remember is you just, pointing it out on yeah. the trailer. And in fact, I was kind of a little annoyed that they like, showed that scene. Don't talk about I won't, I won't yeah. talk about the scene but um i just mean like that you were annoyed by that scene makes me think that was an important thing and i wouldn't have thought that otherwise it's fine no it's fine well anyways uh, you know forget it forget totally jocking anyways um but that grabbed me a lot and yeah from that point on i was a little more intrigued but uh anyways um no spoilers we won't spoil dog tooth no we will not spoil dog tooth but you should see dog tooth and you should should see the lobster 
and Man, we'll talk really about whether you should see. Animals up in there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I've, been, I've been thinking that too. It's always slipping a little. Oh, dog. I mean, there's we got deer. We got dog. We got lobster. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. the next what animal? Next? I don't know. Parakeet? Goose. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say good. I'm gonna say goose. Mongoose. Yeah, mongoose. Moose. Yeah, moose. Ooh, I feel like yeah. a moose actually could a strong character. You know, like, the moose whisperer. Right, the moose whisperer. He should make that. The moose dancer. Yorgos. The moose dancer. Yorgos, if you're listening. It could be like the delicate moose dance. The, the, the delicate dance of the of the of the disastrous moose. It's the a sensual quiet name. moose. <laughs> sensual the silent ring. moose. <laughs> the silent moose. The, <laughs> the silent vermoose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a lot of ideas here, so it's you know. Blah. Pick and choose. Now, secret of the moose. Should we get to this movie? I am so excited to talk about this movie, you guys. I want to make sure we got enough time to talk about this. Yeah, well, movie. of course. Yeah. yeah. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's what it's called. 2017 thriller. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. <laughs> um, Joe, why don't we start with you? All right. What, well, or, um, actually, before we get into sorry, before we get into the thoughts of things, maybe let's just briefly summarize the movie with uh, no spoilers. And by the way, uh, yeah. for those listening, we won't spoil the movie until a certain point, and we'll make it very clear when we're going to start. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah, we won't talk about plot details mm-hmm. at first, uh, and then a little bit later on, we'll make yeah. it clear that we're going to get into spoilers. So, Kira. but first, I would just say what just generally what this movie is about without giving away anything because i didn't know i barely knew anything and i was yeah, so glad i didn't know yeah so all i would really say is it's sort of like a, a family drama family. it's a family drama <laughs> yeah a surgeon and his family and a and a, and a boy yeah and we'll leave it at okay, that great yeah I, and i think uh based on how we talk about it you and can there are young there are kids in it Yes, there yeah. are kids in it. There are kids. So, in it. No, it's I a family. That, it's a family drama. Yeah, I feel it's like family drama. the kids element adds a certain like element of coming of age. Oh yeah, there is you a coming I mean? of age so element. Yeah, like for that, sure. That gives it a sort of you know level of expectation, totally. which is yeah. fair to I think. Sure. Um, Joe, that's in the trailer. We should yes, start with yes. you. Okay. Um, what did you think <clears throat> about this movie in a sort of non-spoiler yeah. kind of surface level kind of? Well, uh, it reminded me of a lot of uh, other directors. Like, I felt there were elements of, uh, like, Todd Salons mm-hmm. in it a little bit with the, the dark humor. Todd Salons, I think. Yeah, Salons. I, I never know how to say his last Todd name. Todd S., yeah. yeah. It did Fear have a bit anxiety. of a happiness vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I guess with the dad and whatnot. All that yeah. stuff. Just, like, the like insanely dark uh, humor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, like, Todd a sort Salons of upper-class lifestyle, too. Yeah, exactly. Kind of remind me a little bit of that, too. There's even a few Harmony Corrine-ish kind of moments, I thought, a little bit. Hmm. Maybe... Um, May it, like the uh, the young the young boy who's not a part of the family kind of reminded me of uh, like oh. I mean he was a great actor too. Oh my god, he was he incredible! Did a really good yeah, job. Yeah. He, he was incredible. Stole the show. He really Dude, that stole guy the show. Is totally the next. What's his name? What? You know, kid from uh, There Will Be Blood and other stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Dano. Yeah, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dan- He's the next Paul Dano. Yep, oh, yeah, that's right. Sort of. He's kind of got that look too. He killed it. Look. Kind of, but he's he, not as hot as Paul Dano. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to say, yeah, but, guys. But, I mean, come on. Well, that's fine. <laughs> he could be. He could be. Give him a few years. Yeah, uh, give him some plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked his odd little face. You know? Yeah, he looked like he would be in the movie Kids. That's he probably did. why I've kind of got a, a Corrine feel. Not for me. I don't. I don't know. He wasn't hot enough. <laughs> well, if like, you're if we're throwing out directors who this is writing me of, I mean, I think Kubrick is just oh, yeah, all over I could this see film. That. Yeah, this was such a Kubrick film to me. I mean, this mm-hmm. was like if Kubrick rose from the dead, kind of. Yeah. You know, like especially hmm. just all these slow zooms and mm-hmm. uh, just like the, um, the 
panning around the house kind of stuff. It was seriously making me think of The Shining so much. Oh, yeah. Um, and, or just all of Kubrick's work in general, like Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. too, was making me think of that as well. Um, also, of course, the sound design and the music was making me think of Very as well. strong sound design and music, right, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you... So yeah, like the lobster. Overall, did you like this movie? I, I feel like I need to like sit and marinate in it a uh-huh. little. I mean, yeah. I definitely sure. it definitely kept my attention the entire time, yeah. which is signs of a really good movie. Yeah. And then also it uh I mean, I'm trying to compare it to some movies without spoiling it. And sure. I, I don't know if I should say these movies cuz it maybe may, I mean, let's they, wait or something yeah, or, or whatever maybe. unless you think it's okay to Well, um it kind of reminded this is pretty broad, so I don't mm-hmm. think it is a spoiler. So sure. if you're extra worried, just put your uh in ear, ear earmuffs uh, yeah earmuffs <laughs> it reminded me of uh that movie the happening you know what i'm talking about oh god i hated that movie. i know but I it's way that. better than i mean it's w- a way better movie but yeah. you know what i'm do you see Just where like i'm the getting slow, the comparison yeah. i guess so yeah I guess. the comparison on part of it that i'm not trying to spoil i'm not trying to spoil spoil anything but oh i wouldn't say that's a spoiler at all yeah yeah exactly um but uh it, there but it was uh it was like a, a much more tastefully done and i think it was a way better movie but there's like a certain element of it that reminded me of that movie which is a weird comparison but you know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah. i haven't seen that don't you don't need to it's terrible it's this movie was way better i think the happening is one of the worst movies i've ever seen it is yeah m night Shyamalan. it's really Mm -hmm. bad it's really truly a terrible film yeah well and mark Wahlberg is i I don't know why he was casted in it i mean he's been casted well before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i mean boogie nights i always say he's was perfect for that because he's supposed to play like the shitty actor musician guy like he's a he's like a porn actor right and i thought that was a genius casting right so his kind of like goofiness has worked really well i thought (laughs) Mm -hmm. what'd you think of what'd you think of this movie laura First impressions. Um, I guess I would say, for me, uh, to compare it to a movie, I mean, I agree with the Todd Solondz-esque elements of it, but I don't know if I would put it quite on par with that. Because, yeah. I mean, Todd Solondz, for me, is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I, he's, like, masterful, you know what I mean, oh, yeah. with his execution. And I don't know if I felt like... Well, no, this You was didn't think ex- this was masterful? In its execution, I, I felt no, like it was so it, masterful in its execution. I did think it was very good, but I just wouldn't necessarily put it up in the same rank as Todd Solondz. Yeah, quite. I totally agree. Like, the, the writing wasn't mm. quite there for me. Yeah. Like, as hardcore as Todd Solondz is just, like, nail on the head every yeah, time. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. I mean, he really, like, just extracts the essence of situations, I think. I mean, at least in, ha- for ha- in mm. happiness, for me, like, that really... Yeah is so like strong but they're just going for such different things i mean todd solens is really going for like a realistic i understand i mean look whatever it's not like oh sorry yeah yeah but i would kind of compare it a little bit to that movie get out i mean there were elements there were a lot of similar elements going on in both of these movies like you know rich upper 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 class white family young Mm -hmm. daughter sort of a thing I guess so yeah what's that so is it colin farrell colin farrell's colin farrell's character was very similar to his character in The Lobster in yeah. a lot of ways. Like, the way that he was delivering his line. Like, Well, that's just the way like, that it's he, in Dogtooth, too. I mean, this director just really has a stylized way kind of... kind of a deadpan approach to, like, yeah. line Yeah, all delivery. of the dialogue is always sort of like a deadpan so kind of thing. So that's just his thing. Because it made me feel like, are these related in some weird way? Like, Just is this by him, the director. <laughs> no, no, it's all this... All the films are not... 
related, but he has this very particular style, which is what I mean when I saw Dogtooth the first time. I was like, yeah. What's, what, what are you really doing here? Come but on, now man. I actually love it, and now yeah. I want to go back and watch Dogtooth again. I mean, it now me understanding that it's his style, it. you know, like now that it's like his, now yeah. that I, I know what he's going for. I mean, this is the second movie I've seen from that guy, mm-hmm. and it, it's interesting because, I mean, I almost thought he, um, there, there seems to be like a lot of variety and his movies at least based on how i heard uh, what the lobster's about mm-hmm. like i haven't seen it but it sounds as way different than uh dog tooth like dog tooth yes. is rooted in reality yeah like it okay. could happen in real life and yeah. this one's sort of in between the two yeah I would say. Ex- right. yeah definitely but this was it definitely reminded me of the lobster like there were a lot of things about it that i felt were similar to the lobster in terms in of style. the way it played not just the oh. style but like also kind of the way it played out a little bit in mm. a certain way, like in terms of where you're left, where where you're left at the end of the movie, and where you're left at the I end. I felt of like Lost this was it. pretty definitive, not yeah, in story. No, I didn't feel that. Or much more definitive than the lobster was. Kind of okay. I mean, in certain ways, but there was definitely like an element of not quite well. There's I don't very much an an, there's very much an ending to this though. I felt like. Mm. I don't know. I mean, mm. we'll talk about it. But okay. Like, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. We won't. We're not going to talk about the ending right now. But yeah. yeah I just think, yeah. But but yeah, I thought it was really good. I mean, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But I don't feel quite satisfied. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah, oh man. Maybe that's the reference oh, to the happening. It's I'm the... excited to get I'm excited to get into so the nitty gritty. I loved this loved movie. It. I loved this movie. You this loved was it. this was like I I was totally blown away. Actually, I loved yeah. this movie. Uh, I thought uh, from all aspects of just filmmaking technique uh-huh. it was just head and shoulders above kind of like the competition in a way you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's it the cinematography is just gorgeous yeah. the acting i thought was incredible great acting um, yeah, from the that. kid and nicole kidman and colin farrell yeah. and the and the the daughter and son as yeah, well all, of them. Yeah, they all the, really good. the five main people of this film mm-hmm. oh and i guess the mom his the boy's mom was also good, alicia silverstone uh, for like that oh, one yeah, scene alicia that one scene was yeah, really good she's really different. <laughs> but man the acting i just like i really felt it just what not only was it uh better than most films that i see but i even felt like it was better than his own films like to me uh-huh. he mm-hmm. outdid himself with this film uh, yeah. from my perspective this is now my favorite film of his uh and now is definitely the one that i would tell people to go see first yeah um i think it just it has an accessibility to it too that um i don't think the lobster has as much yeah I like, like this, this has more of a hook this has more of a hook right from the beginning yeah of like oh you can understand it it's a family and this thing happens to them and they got to deal with it you know and like that is more relatable to me um and i cared about the characters more mm-hmm. um yeah. I, and i love the lobster too i mean don't get me yeah. wrong i still think people should definitely see that movie but this is just like next level it was and i love the music a oh lot. yeah yeah I, definitely I, it, it really was reminding me of like kubrick i mean it just mm-hmm. seemed like if kubrick watched this he would just be like there were elements yeah. that reminded me of david lynch a little bit too D- the, yes uh, very much so the one scene in too. wild at heart in particular where you just see the car pull into a driveway and it goes like this weird like weird placement of suspenseful music reminded me of that and the acting and just like the stilted performance kind of Mm -hmm. stuff yeah that was kind of reminding me of david lynch as well where he gets this strange performance from his actors that is like acty in a way like or it's it's a it's like a it's like theatrical and yet it's mm -hmm. also like deadpan right yeah and that was very much reminding me of especially like this latest season of Twin peaks and stuff um but anyways 
uh, I can't recommend this movie enough. I was like head over heels for it. I was glued to the screen. I mean, with every kind of twist and turn and revelation that was happening, um, I was just like, oh, this is so sick. I yeah. mean, and I, I really agree with you that the boy, the, the, the boy who enters into this family's life, his performance was like every time that he had a scene, I was just like, damn, this is incredible i loved the dialogue too it's actually surprised me that you would say that you feel like the dialogue was uh not as good as like todd solens but i just think it's totally going for a different thing i guess Whereas it's todd, a different thing Definitely. todd solens is like about realistic kind of observations about life or whatever this is more like um it, it, it actually kind of is that as the basis of things mm-hmm. but then the way it goes about presenting the information to you is just in a more bizarre way you know sure. but it, it actually it all the all the weird little things that were happening I actually felt like we're rooted in something that is like, yeah, I mean, I guess I did think about that when I was a kid. Or I guess that mm-hmm. did happen to me in, in a way, but I would never, like, voice that. Or, you know, like, there's yeah. sort of these these things that they're kind of getting into that are, like... Well, I guess I think what I meant to say is, like, the Todd Solon's comparison mm-hmm. is really only, like, based on the kind of the dynamic between, like, the, 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 the dad and the kid, you know, and the mm-hmm. kids talking to each other. And those are just like a few small moments in the movie that yeah. are reminiscent of Todd Solon, but maybe not quite as like, you know, where Todd Solon takes it is I just feel like he has such a really acute insight into kind of yes. the human condition. And I yeah, totally agree. Definitely. And like he just knows how to showcase that really poignantly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in a way that is just so honest and like brutal, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And. This was, I mean, it was a different thing. So yeah, different, yeah, maybe definitely. I just prefer like a Todd Solomon type style. of thing more. But this was good too. I mean, it was really good. There's this yeah. just felt like he really arrived at the style that he has always kind of been doing. But for me, this just like, it worked. It just everything worked. It was just felt like it was firing on all cylinders. Whereas like, even though I loved the lobster, um, there was like elements of it that I was like, oh, that's kind of like a, a whatever on that, you know. And then with Dogtooth, I felt even more a little bit like, oh, kind of like whatever on these couple mm. things. Mm-hmm. Again, I should probably go back and rewatch it though. I mean, I want to rewatch it too because yeah. I haven't seen it since 2012, right. maybe. But it left a it left a good impression on me. I feel like yeah. it had a more satisfying ending. I do spoiling anything, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, maybe we should. Um, I think you get a pretty good idea of what we think about this movie. Yeah. And I highly rec- I highly recommend you don't listen any further if you have not seen this movie because I really feel like uh, this is a movie to go in blind with. Um, yeah. And if you are leaving, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and I will say something. I don't think this is really spoiling much, but yeah. in the beginning, I liked how ambiguous things were to the point where you were like, you needed to know like what mm-hmm. they were what is going on you wanted that yeah, explanation like it really it really makes you want want to know yeah, there's a mystery exactly, that is presented yeah. that you're just like concerned. you want to unfold cuz i mean, actually care about being invested in right. it yeah cuz i i mean i'm like i'm like pretty sleep deprived from uh, <laughs> like going into this movie and i was like i i might fall asleep but i couldn't i was like yeah. wide awake the entire time oh man it, it had me glued for sure i totally agree yeah. and i feel like it did it better than his other films with yeah, getting yeah, me glued straight that. from the beginning definitely yeah. I mean, he. I. It's weird comparing him to Linklater, but you know how Linklater does like all these totally different movies. Like, it, right? It's like this movie. I think there are some similarities to this and Dogtooth, but mm-hmm. also this, The Lobster and Dogtooth. It seems like they're pretty, pretty different. They are different, but it just has his distinct style on them. Is what yeah. I would say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but I love his. I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of all in on his style, and I feel like he is really zoning in on it in such a cool way with this film that it just it makes me so excited for what he does next. 
projects because yeah. now, now I'm just like all in on his little fucking crazy ass fever dreams of films that he's putting out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we should get into spoilers because I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Um, so if you haven't seen this movie, I would recommend that you tune out and go oh, see where, this Where are you movie. getting into it? <laughs> um, yeah. So with spoilers now, what? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. What's up? What's up? <laughs> So, yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't think I get it <laughs> fully. I mean, it's not like I'm usually pretty good at reading between the lines, you know, like in a literary sense about what stuff means. But I don't feel like I completely understand this movie at all. Like, why? I mean, there's just so many things I'm questioning. Like, I have questions about, like, why did Nicole Kidman kiss the feet of the kid when he was t- taped to the chair? Why yeah. did... <laughs> <laughs> why did the guy even like start a weird like relationship with the kid in the first place i yeah. know he tells nicole kidman like oh i felt sorry for him but there was just i guess there's like this kind of implication of there maybe being like some sexual tension mm-hmm. between Definitely. them yeah and maybe colin farrell's character i think specifically that from the mind somehow oh i kind of felt like it was specifically just from the kid to Colin Farrell, but Colin Farrell was kind of like trying to shoot that down and wanted it to be more of like a father-son like relationship. A well, maybe on, an, out, on an outward like basis, but I think that his whole like, I'm going to tell you a secret to his son was a revelation that he himself did have some suppressed sexual mm-hmm. stuff. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, that was oh, a, that that was a salon's part too, kind of. Oh, oh, well, oh my that, god, that was the main thing I yeah. thought you were referring to. I loved, I loved that. But that oh my god, story. I just realized something. I was just discovered <laughs> something as we're story. talking about this. Yeah, isn't it interesting how when him and his wife would have sex? She would assume her anesthetic or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I position, love that. which is basically her being a like an unconscious dead person. Right, yeah. yeah, and that love being that. his like sexual fantasy, right. which ties into his whole thing that happened to him with his his dad. Well, yeah. and the girl does How it he later said the dad on. Dad was like asleep, and then he jacked off his dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the girl does it later too. The daughter does it later, as if she had maybe like seen them have sex or something. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, that's how I took to- it. Oh, remember, right. remember yeah. she, she's like, upside down. Remember, she like right, get, right, assumes right. the position. I learned for... it from you, Dad. <laughs> Mom. I kind of took that as like maybe she locked in on them or something. Yeah, or probably. Like, you know. But so, but like. But weird yeah. sexual shit going on in this movie. But, so is it is it about like what is it about? I don't fully understand what it's about. Oh, I what mean, happened here? What's going on? What? Why did Nicole Kidman kiss that kid's feet? Number one. I thought he was going to be like the second coming of Jesus right, or something. Right, like he was or... actually some almighty powerful yeah. demon Well, I mean, that he was did... like they were all in on it. Uh, like that's what I was thinking at that moment. I was like, are they all in on something yeah, where they're going like, to kill the dad? And they, the daughter knew what was going on too. Right, how she... did she know? What was up with that? Oh uh, yeah. It's, that I, I didn't get. I think that's that Well, I thought she talked to to Martin. I thought I thought they Martin like, probably kinda, just told her because yeah, they exactly. were close. But how did yeah. she like understand it and know about it? Yeah, she that? talked about it in like a non-distressed way. Like, and oh, why whatever, my close? brother's going to die. Why was she no. in love with him? Why was like what was I she, just, well, she the Nicole Kidman knew too. I mean, I felt like at a certain point we it was just accepted. I mean, I I also what I was going on. Well, yeah. I just think it's like a curse. It's like he kind of cursed the family in a sort How of way. How could he do that? Well, I mean, it's like unexplained. But in a I, way, that's what kind of makes it scarier is that you don't know what it is. But at the same time, that's why I compared it to the happening because that movie just like 
nothing happens at the end. Uh-huh. It's just like, well, it's kind of dying down a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> so awful, <laughs> yeah. that just like, It's like the birds. You yeah. know how the birds... But the birds end. is good. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the happening in the birds, obviously. Right. Like, Please no don't comparison. say the same sentence. <laughs> but you know how the birds ends? It's just like, it doesn't end. Right. It's just like, you're, yeah. you're leaving the middle of it. And that's right. kind of how this was. Or like kind of how the Sopranos series Oh, I don't know about that. Ended. He ended the curse, though. He, the family, he killed his oh, yeah, you son. Do okay, you do have a good point there. I mean, he very much ends the... It's like... It, I, I feel like this that he, last scene though that light, in, the, in diner? the diner yeah I thought that was uh, that definitely left us on like a not clo- like finished yeah well, I think it's just them it, like you get to see them in their post killing the member of their family world of mm-hmm. like they just don't want to he's this entity that they now just don't want anywhere near their family oh no it's much more than that Clearly, there's so much more going on there than this. We don't want anything to do with you. He's like sitting there looking back at them. The daughter's looking back at him. There's this full on exchange of like ener- of consciousness happening between. The- there's so many well, mixed the daughter- messages there. And you could tell how soon it was after the incident because he still had all the bruises on right. his face and right. everything. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like. It's, this is not over, you know. Like yeah. it didn't seem over at all to me. You no, know? but they're, but they're be better. Sequel. But the the girl is. Oh walking well, yeah. And... We realize yeah. yes that the curse played I feel like out it's as over. expected. Yeah. But no, I don't feel like. The but it's dynamic their family's fucked. Over. I mean, their family's fucked. I mean, they but had to still kill. Felt like it seemed like the kid wanted something more from them somehow. Like mm-hmm. he was looking back with these hopeful eyes, like or this. It wasn't like he was done. Well, with I think them. he wanted a family. He wanted okay. So the he dad wanted to kill the mom. And then, uh, so then, then his would, mom would, you mm-hmm. know, that's what uh, I thought. Okay. Yeah, there's, there you go. Yeah, I mean, all that other kid wanted to me was, like, to have a family again. I thought he should have killed the mom, because then the kids would have been alive, right? Isn't right, that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought, like, why didn't he, wouldn't he just like, she's old, come mom. on, get rid of yeah, her. Yeah, you would and think the that kids a parent, need to grow. Yeah, I know, exactly. I, I mean, well, that does seem like And also, a, I thought, why not set him up with a feeding tube if they're not going to eat no just... they were they were oh okay or they, yeah. they had mentioned they had mentioned like we need to get more food no those nutrient uh, packs yeah, yeah that's oh, that true that was a big thing that, yeah, that's what was hooked up point. to their noses or whatever because right. they I thought that earlier formula. on before they did that I was like <laughs> come on don't you don't need to shove that cinnamon donut know, in his mouth <laughs> but there well, was yeah. more to it than they, but I feel yeah. like there was other stuff going on there like why was he so the way that he reacted to the whole thing was clearly very different than the way the mother reacted. Colin yeah. Farrell, you mean? Colin Farrell's reaction? Well, it's like he, yeah, are, he was like ashamed and like kind of knew why it was happening. Oh, and, yeah. Very much so. But also that kid had like this weird cult leader sort of thing going on and like the daughter was was like obsessed with them totally. like this kind of cult follower oh, sort of that's person. interesting. I didn't so think about that. he was like the father yacht and she was like, Yo. yes. I mean, yeah, I was I was thinking about this movie in a more literal sense, but I'm sure There's clearly, this is going to stick with me yeah. in my mind for it's quite some time. It's not a literal movie. I don't look at this as like a literal movie at all. I think there's a lot of just symbolism and stuff like that going yeah. on. And I think there is too. I'm just but trying to like read. I want to analyze it. I want to like try to figure it out mm-hmm. more than. I think you're on to something with just kind of like a cult leader kind of thing. Well, like it's maybe, like he was able to. It it seemed like he was able to turn off and on the symptoms of the kids. Right. Like they had these. Right. It was like intermittent. That's true. When they could it like. It was a psychosomatic disorder. Yeah. And the mother was right about that. Mm-hmm. And yet. 
but they couldn't snap out of it. Yeah, and what was that weird At thing Will, on those little kids' back that he oh, was? Oh right, that the dad was injected. Yeah, I was kind of confused by that. I didn't was get that. Bed sore? Or, I don't oh, know. No, it yeah. looked like the dad was extracting something. Right, yeah. it did. It did. Like for a testing room. from like a wound or something, like a big bruise or. Oh yeah, I didn't know if it. I was mean, should we read into the title no, 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 anything no, 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 too? No, no, I mean, the I killing of a yeah. sacred deer. By the way, you know? that, yeah, exactly. Wait, but before that, just to respond to the thing on the kid's back, I don't think that was a bruise. It was like I think that the the, the doctor or the dad like had put some kind of ointment oh, on there yeah, to like disinfect right. it or something like that because mm-hmm. there's like those colorful ointments, you know. Yeah. And then you like it's like a disinfectant or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it almost looked like a burn or something. Yeah, when I saw it it. Looks no, but that very makes strange. more sense. You know those ointments? You know they're like colored. Yeah, it's a thing. They're mm-hmm. fun. It seemed like a doctorly thing to do. I don't know yeah. why he did it, but like... It was weird. It was weird. It seemed like the kids were like... They did have this awe-inspired reaction to the kid. To the, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the strange kid. Like, yeah. they were both like... Uh, they were taken by him somehow. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, and then somehow, Colin Farrell was the boy's uh, kind of person that he looked up to as well i mean like there's this whole thing with him uh coming in and and he's and they're like can i see the hair under your arms and then he's like oh yeah there's the hair under my arms and then he's like well my dad has three times as much hair and then he wants to see that like yeah as if as if his mentor or the person the boy looks up to this evil boy is colin farrell and then once colin farrell kind of starts like shoot him down as like a in like sexually this is not happening because there mm-hmm. definitely seemed to be a like yeah. not only was he obsessed with him with just as a person but it seemed like it was becoming like a, a sexual thing as yeah, well yeah it you seemed know? like he was a prostitute in the beginning or so i didn't know if he was meeting his estranged son or a prostitute i know yeah right. i was talking I about the ambiguity yeah yeah i was confused uh as to what their relationship was until they started to actually say it yeah another scene i absolutely loved though was uh the scene where he goes over to that house and uh, is with the uh, the evil dude's mom um, on the oh, couch yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. like, oh my god! I mean, I just I thought that dialogue was so great. The way it was shot, the awkward silence. Groundhog's Day. Yeah, right, Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Which yeah. is I a want movie you to about... come over and watch Groundhog's Day. My dad's favorite th- movie. There's something to that maybe too, because Groundhog Day is about something that continuously repeats over mm-hmm. and over, over and, and over and again. over. Yeah, and now, that's his favorite movie, mm-hmm. and he watches it over and over again too. Maybe you're onto something about like the kid looking up to the dad, and the kid looking up to him, and, and the like, kids are looking up to the evil boy. Yeah, the, yeah, and yet the evil boy is looking up to the dad. Who does the dad? Is the dad? And the evil boy, there's a parallel between the two. Well, yeah, because his dad has died. So I no, feel no, like no, he, but oh. I mean, mm-hmm. not because his dad died, but be, there's a parallel in their characters. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe he sees himself in the kid, like the dad in some weird way. Or oh, the kid that, sees himself yeah. in the dad. Yeah. Like, they're both kind of fucked up and evil in some weird way, or I don't oh, yeah. know. Yeah. Well, like, the dad knows that, Colin Farrell knows that he fucked up, I feel like, this whole movie. Well, yeah. Like, he knows that he fucked up and i kind of felt like his relationship with that evil boy was as sort of his way of making amends with himself even yeah to like oh if maybe if i give this kid a dad figure then i can feel better about yeah. killing his dad there's you know? definitely an and obligation what was the kid's there. dad like well we just don't know i mean no yeah. we don't know but i feel like maybe it's i don't know it does kind of beg the question like what kind of figure was the kid's dad mm-hmm. who he cared mm-hmm. so much about or that he feels the need to take vengeance for. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like a big. Oh, is he the sacred say? deer? Is the dad the sacred deer, or is the kid the sacred deer? Her dear brother, she refers to him as. They both the are. Sister. Well, I feel like it's the killing of a sacred deer. To me, 
is the process that Colin Farrell has to go through to make a decision on killing someone in his own family. You know, yeah. the killing of a sacred deer. It's like you you're forced to kill something that is sacred to you, which is, I think, a family member. I mean, I don't know. That's like the surface level way that mm-hmm. you can think about it. But I think the word sacred to me does infer a kind of deeper meaning to all this that maybe I didn't really grasp. It's funny because uh, when I was telling people at work about how I was going to see this, I kept saying sacrificial deer. <laughs> and yeah. it's like pretty right. much the same thing. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, it works out. sacrifice kind of thing. What do you guys think of that spaghetti scene? Oh, I fucking good. loved it. But well, that was a harmony chorus. Yeah. That was yeah. a kind of that a gummo, gummo part. Yeah, yeah. Gummo but like what he said, I feel like is a huge indicator You're... of the whole purpose of the film. And right. I'm trying to figure out well, exactly. Yeah. How I, I eat spaghetti. That what that we're talking about is he mentions that uh, the way he eats spaghetti, he was told is the exact way that his dad eats spaghetti, but then he later found out in life that everyone eats spaghetti like that. Yeah. I think that that was a revelation about what we thought this movie was, dri- what we thought his motivations were driven by, and then now finding out this is not, he was not driven by vengeance. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that was maybe revealing to us is like, he probably didn't even care about his dad in some weird way. Like maybe he just cared about being different or not. Di- I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because that's what he says. He says he was. He felt more sad when he You're found right. out everyone ate spaghetti that that's way. That's right. I forgot over that line. The oh, death more of his... than the death of his father. Oh, yeah. I forgot that line. Yeah, he was more sad about the spaghetti. Man, well, so yeah, that, what does that, that mean? was an interest. Yeah, it was interesting, and it was like. Mm-hmm. So then, what was? That's what makes me wonder. Like, well, who was the dad? And does it matter? I mean, or, yeah, and does it matter? Does it not matter? Like, and is the dad the sacred deer? Because I feel like the sacred deer, to me, at first, it made me think that it was about, like, the killing of something that, that spawned this entire thing into motion. Mm-hmm. Something that was powerful. Mm-hmm. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, yeah. That was, like, otherworldly. more legit. Otherworldly and powerful. Like, you know, the sacred deer was the thing that was... His well, dad. Or was the thing that was enabling him to, like, you know, cast this spell on the mm-hmm. kids or, or, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused by it. I don't fully get it. Well, I don't think it's all there for you to just easily get. Definitely, I think this movie is, like, up to interpretation to a yeah. degree. Um, what was his point, though, in this whole movie? What it's, was, it's weird because maybe it's halfway through, I thought, like, how much rewatch value could this have? Because I felt like there's going to be some huge, weird twist payoff thing at the end, and mm-hmm. then there wasn't. Right. And then that. Oh, see, that I didn't expect that, like, though. So much. Re- there is a lot of rewatch value, I would think, to try yeah. to figure out exactly oh, absolutely. what's going on. I would love to watch this movie again. I mean, yeah. it's just such a fun watch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, stressful at times. It, it's it's dark at times. It's, I think it's yeah. also really funny at times, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the humor was just totally my kind of thing you know mm-hmm. the 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 way that the dialogue just kind of unfolds it le- it's just constant layers are just being pulled back i mean it, yeah. i really felt like the dialogue was masterful and just the progression of the scenes and uh you know the music adding to these dramatic moments it just felt oh. yeah it just really to me it really had like a kubrick sensation to it yeah all. i could see that um and it was it's like realistic but then it has these just surreal surreal just things like lynch like you were saying Mm -hmm. that are just injected in there and it just kind of throws everything off balance i mean i just was in love with the tone of this movie and and i was just eating it up like all these scenes to me were just like oh man i love that i love that i love that it definitely had my attention Mm -hmm. and i uh yeah 
the there's kids so many really moments. Good. Yeah, the I mean, kids the casting, were so the good. The casting was pretty impeccable. Like, oh, incredible. The kids both had really interesting looks. Like Interesting looks and, and like incredible their, performances. And their, yeah, their whole vibe was like really pretty stellar. Right, and I can't stress enough that that evil kid, he... Oh, yeah. He kind of stole the show a little bit. I he thought. is well, so, so evil. He's just he's like, like, yeah, he had like a totally different texture to his whole appearance. And and the know? way he talked Compared too isn't even really. Sure. I think how that actor actually talks. Oh, he no, weird eyes sure. too. He, yeah, he had like this affectation and... to his voice that was just so. I mean, it's one of those things where like it's so easy to be a villain or not mm-hmm. uh, easy, but you know, it's it's so easy to like be villainous in a movie um, with these like quirks or whatever. And the thing is, is he's doing these quirks, but it just totally flawlessly works. And like he's always believable with what he's doing, regardless yeah. of the surreal the the surreal elements that are going on. It's like when he asks Colin Farrell, like, "Can I see your chest? You know, can I see your hair?" It's like there's always a believability to it, even though the scenes are just outrageous. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes. And that is like it's stunning to me how they made that work so well because this could so easily fall into the trap of just being like surreal nonsense. Yeah. But it stays grounded with the with the incredible performances mm-hmm. and and I mean it's just like I don't understand how he did that so well. I mean I kind of I just don't see a director doing it as well. I actually think he does it better than Lynch with, with that. You know, like I think uh, yeah. Lynch kind of stumbles well, sometimes with that. Yeah, I, I think he that. really nails it a lot too. I mean, I fucking love Lynch too. Oh, but, yeah, but um, but I do think that like Twin Peaks tried for this and actually didn't nail it as well as this did. The new season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, so I only saw the first episode and mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I, it's another one where I fell asleep like oh, halfway man. through and I, I had fell to rewatch so it. Much during this <laughs> yeah, recent season. I mean, with Lynch, I think it's great though. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to see the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I um, but my all-time favorite Lynch stuff, which I'm sure I've told you before, is yeah. it's like a three-way tie between Blue Velvet, Eraserhead, and Wild at Heart. Those yeah. are my three favorites. Wild at Heart, I actually haven't seen. I, I love that, that movie. I watch that. <laughs> it's so okay. good. But I, Blue Velvet yeah. and Eraserhead are probably my my two favorites. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. It do we want to do want to briefly? I guess we kind of talk about the ending too. So it, yeah, it's like why didn't he consider killing the mom? I mean, that could have been an obvious choice. Like. You know, when they're two children, they, like most parents would die for their children. Right? Of yeah. Course, yeah, of course. I mean, I, why didn't he try to kill himself? Well, was he that, could, that wasn't option? part of it. Okay, it was that he had to kill one. It was one interesting of the, that yeah. he like decided, oh, I can't choose, and so, so like he spin so he just, around. Yeah, did that random thing. That right. was a crazy scene. Yeah, I mean, that I was jumped when I heard the gunshot. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I mean, it was. And why was Jeez. it? Why was it the boy that ended up getting killed? Was that totally arbitrary, or was there a reason, like in the writing? He seemed the most innocent to me, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He was the most innocent kind of. Well, besides the mom, I don't know. The mom? Are you kidding me? Was she not innocent? I mean, she's well, doing I guess all she this did give a hand kind job. of yeah. that, and also right, like she did her do... intentions were like kill a kid. We have to kill a kid right now. To me, that's like right, a that's fucked, fucked up, up thing to do as a yeah. as parent, you know. I, I when totally, she said totally. that I was like, damn, you're kind of like a and little. She evil. slapped no, yeah, the totally. daughter Sorry, too when the daughter was asking if she had gotten any symptoms, and then she just like slapped. Yeah. Right? The daughter why did she slap her? To be a jerk. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was another point. I was like, why did yeah. she do that? What that was, was it just all about? too much. It's like your kid is in a fucking wheelchair. Why are right. you slapping your kid around? Seriously. Not only that, but it was weird because you know when the daughter was talking to Martin or whatever, like when he gave her her legs back for a second, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, the mom just stood there watching her talk. Clearly, she was talking to him. Yeah. And then she was like, who was that? Never talked to him. And it was like... No, she knew who it was. 
No, she asked her who it was after she hung up with him. She was like, who was it you were talking to? She was like, that was Martin. As if she didn't know, but it was like obvious that she knew. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was just a really weird thing. It was like, what was, why were, just the power kind of thing. Well, and she mentions too, like, I'm not like your father. I'm just going to take your phone away. Or like, Mm -hmm. she mentions that it kind of implies that the father is like more soft on the kids and she, but he's not though. Cause remember how he was treating the boy at first? He was like dragging him around on the floor and like yeah. shoving the donut down his mouth. When the mom, after he did that, the mm-hmm. mom was comforting him, the boy. Yeah, I guess that's so true. So it was like a really weird thing. It's like a weird fucked like, up coping mechanism for yeah. like what's happening. Like he didn't want to accept that the curse was a thing. So yeah, well, like, that scene to me was more like eat it, eat yeah. it. But that's why it was weird when she said, "I'm not like your father," because that didn't mean much to me. Because I was like, "Well, he's a dick." <laughs> yeah. Also, you know what I mean. So what? Who's what does all this mean? Like, I it don't just know. was so weird. There were a lot of like weird things to throw you off of the consistencies of characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is not a bad thing. I mean, well, I, I think, think they all had the. I they think they all had some darkness to them, except, except for the, the one boy. The boy yeah, yeah. Why the was boy that? was really just. And what about his hair? What was the hair about? He's the biggest sacrifice. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I think the hair was just that like, was a tactic to not get. Killed, yeah, exactly. That's how I was seeing it. He's oh, like, look, right. Dad, look, Dad, I finally right, did right, what right, you right. wanted. Mm-hmm. And now he said, like, oh, I really want to follow in your footsteps rather than right. yeah, mom's totally footsteps. So in a way, he was and then also he said, willing to let somebody else die. Yeah. Maybe that's the whole spaghetti thing. Everybody wants to live at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's Everyone a, that's is a selfish? Time. I think that's a, yeah. that's, that's a good point to sort of end on. we got to wrap it up here. We're way yeah. over. Um, I think this movie is great in conclusion. I think I'd you should definitely again. see this movie. I would love to watch this movie again. I think there's a lot hmm. to dig into there. Uh, I guess I'd, yeah, I'd for me, it. it's it's one of the best of the year. Um, I don't know exactly where it would be placed on things, but I feel like Mother and this movie are my two favorite films of this year. I, I was totally blown away by this movie. Um, I highly recommend it. I just think it has such a... It's just executed to its fullest mm-hmm. vision. It just seems like this dude really had a vision and this is it. Like we are seeing his dreams on screen with this, you know, it just seemed like these visual elements that I've not seen anywhere. And he's just like killing it. I mean, I just can't wait for his next movie. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. definitely worth watching again. And, uh, I mean, I'd probably see it a couple of times. Just can't to wait get to a, see it again. Actually. A, a I, I really understanding Joe. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, well, of I mean, course. This, this I had was a great such a time. Thanks, Thanks for the ticket, us. of yeah. course. Where really can fun. um where can people uh, find you? So the best place, uh, I put all my eggs in the Instagram basket. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah, you do. Uh, as a visual artist, it's a good place to uh, to Show your meet art. other artists, too. I mean, I've collaborated with Instagram artists. So oh, right on. Yeah, I mean, I, I post all my stuff on there, so... So work, uh, what's your Instagram handle? Uncle Dad Productions. Look it up. Yeah, look up Uncle Dad Productions. You'll see it. Get on that cool. shit. He, yeah, check check all that weird shit out. It's amazing. Check it out. Um, yeah, so thanks for being here. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you been, both. Yeah, uh, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes. <laughs> Are you laughing at my... Yeah, I'm just trying to do my sign-off you here. Do, you know you, what I mean? Uh, we post new episodes on Wednesday uh, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend. Leave us a rating. Our intro and outro music is by Laura and Anton. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. See ya.